Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, your host, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you will come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Hello, friends. I am back, and it is so nice to be here after a three-week end-of-summer break. And I thought that given the seasonal break and in the tradition of Edit Your Life seasons in past years, I thought it would be fun to do a little fall check-in. And of course, I wanted to start with a brief reflection on summer because I don't know, I just feel like context is so important because <laughs> it's framing up what I'm thinking about for fall. So just a couple of top level things I wanted to share. First, I will just start out and say that I was terrible about planning actual summer break. In past years, I've taken a week off in each July and August, but due to some logistical things with my life working as a contractor, I just didn't feel like I could do it this summer. And that is for sure something I want to address next year. I mean, the summer, it was fine, but I think I could have used some actual delineated break. And actually, I'm thinking, and I'll talk more about this in a second, but I think that now that my older daughter, Laurel, is off at college, that I was thinking that maybe it will help me get better at delineating vacation time with my kids. So that is the high point I'm trying to take out of my bad planning for the summer. I did want to share a few highlights because there were some highlights, even though I was working a ton this summer. The first was the wedding of my dear friends, Casey and Lauren. I can link up a photo I have of them that I shared on Instagram. Their wedding was so magical, even though I could only stay for like the first part of it. <laughs> I stayed for the wedding and just the beginning of the reception. And then we had to go because of childcare issues. But this wedding was so beautiful, especially because it was the fourth attempt amidst COVID cancellations. And it finally happened. The first two attempts at the wedding just, you know, was that COVID reshuffling around uncertainty. But the third one was literally the week before the wedding. One of my friends got COVID, so it didn't happen. So to have it come off 
Nobody got COVID from the wedding. It wasn't a super spreader event. It was beautiful and loving and joyful. It was such a highlight. It was such a highlight. The second highlight of the summer was without a doubt our very best family summer memory. And each summer we go to Maine to see our very, very dear friends there. And this summer was the first time that Vi was big enough to try paddleboarding. She had asked specifically if she could try it. So she did it and it was awesome. She actually paddleboarded on a surfboard because otherwise the paddleboards were quite large. But when we got to our destination where we were canoeing and paddleboarding, our friend Michael also unexpectedly taught both of my girls to surf. So just envision me bobbing along on my paddleboard, just sitting and watching away from the shore, but watching my girls learn to surf their way from where I was back towards shore. And it was just so magical and so summery. And I just was really happy. It was, it was definitely the highlight for our family of the summer. It was awesome. And then the third highlight I wanted to call out was just a couple weeks ago in late August, I finally got to meet my Gebbin team in Columbus, Ohio. So Gebbin Communication is the agency that acquired uh, my former agency, Women Online, where I am a creative director. And for the past year and a quarter, we've just been, well, I've always worked remotely, but there's this whole team that I've been working closely with that I'd never met before. So again, this was a get together that was originally scheduled in May. It got canceled because of COVID. <laughs> and then it actually came to fruition in August and was just fantastic and wonderful. So I don't know. I know we're not out of things, but being able to have these wonderful touches with normalcy and people and loveliness was just great. Okay, on to fall. As I shared in episode 272, Parenting Milestones, this fall has signaled a very big transition for us. Violet headed to middle school, Laurel headed to college. So a big part of my focus right now is trying to juggle, well, juggle all the things, but hold enough space to support my girls through these transitions. And it's it's interesting. It's just, you just never know how it's going to be playing out so far for Violet. I mean, knock on wood, anything could happen next week, but the transition has almost felt like a non-issue, which is so interesting. You know, she's crossing the city on a new bus. Middle school is a totally different schedule. She's changing classes every period, all that stuff. And it largely seems fine, which is kind of amazing. Well, obviously it's it's a different ball game going to college and there've definitely been challenges and a lot of sadness with our Laurel heading out into the world. But I will say at the time of this recording things are looking up there too. But I guess my point is a big part of my fall is going to just involve a lot of listening and paying attention and trying to keep on top of what's happening with my kids and how they're handling things as they go along. I also wanted to mention, I will link up a couple of Instagram posts that have really resonated with people about this transition, but I will say that the flip side is that one of the big lessons I have been trying to impress on Laurel through this transition is that she has enough capacity to both love and miss us and also love where she is. So there's just a ton of growth happening and it's really amazing. (laughs) It really, really is amazing and so awesome. 
And also the last episode I recorded before the break was episode 276, which was a college application reality check. So if you have kids who are on the runway to choosing college or applying to college, or even if you need a little level setting earlier, I definitely recommend you listen to it. I've heard a lot of people thank me for the level setting in that that episode. I think also I'll just share that amidst all this growth and development for my family, that the one constant that I have, have observed is that I remain completely overwhelmed by school emails. <laughs> just the level of detail. And I was thinking about, I don't even really know what is going on, but I, I'm so on top of so many things with work and whatever, but I think there's just so much information coming in that I just can't seem to manage it all. So I, I think I do want to schedule a few days just to get through my emails, but that is definitely still a source of overwhelm. It seems to be working out. I think between me reading like one of every four emails and my husband reading another chunk of them and then parents friends reminding me about various things. It all seems to be working out, but I, I definitely don't feel in control of that situation. <laughs> so that's the quick top line on family, but I will address a few other things after a quick break. As you know, I am all about micro improvements. And if you'd like to dedicate a little time each day to learn a language, I have a great solution for you. Babbel is a science-backed language learning app that offers 10-minute language lessons designed to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Materials are rooted in real-life situations, so you can learn important basics such as ordering food and asking for directions. Babbel offers personalized learning content, real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations, and their speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. No matter what level you are looking for, casual, intense, or something in between, you can enjoy app lessons, podcasts, and live classes from the comfort of your home on your schedule. Here's a special limited time deal for Edit Your Life listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for Edit Your Life listeners at babbel.com edit. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com edit. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash edit. Rules and restrictions may apply. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin, but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera, which I take every morning. Rituals products are tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals, and Hyacera is clinically proven to reduce fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. They also engage in industry-leading sustainability standards and are a female-founded B Corp, which means they hold themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. Want to join me in hydrating from the inside out? Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com edit for 25% off. Okay, friends, welcome back. I want to start the back half of this episode talking a little bit about work. I think my big priority for fall is to do some creative visioning with myself, which I used to be 
really good at and have sort of fallen out of the habit of. But some reflection this past week with friends and colleagues has made me fully realize that I've just been super scattered over the past year about work. And essentially, I've just been trying to focus on hitting the balls back without a lot of big picture strategic planning. And I'm not like a business planner or anything like that, but just I think I've been losing sight of the big picture a bit. And I've also realized that I expect a lot of myself, too much really. And so one of my big priorities this fall is going to be to look at ways to trim things out and create more space. So what will that look like? One of the immediate things on my to-do list, and I'm going to actually kind of block my calendar, I'm going to articulate some things in my to-do app, but I'm going to do a professional audit soon. And it's so interesting because just recently I gave advice to somebody that who also does a lot of things and is feeling a little scattered. I said, I think you should articulate all the things that you can be doing, but flag the joyful, fulfilling stuff. And then also flag bonus points if that triangulates around opportunities to support yourself, meaning employment. And truly, I need to apply that to myself. (laughs) So that is one of the things I'm going to be working on is I do a lot of things right now. I do too many things and I'm, I'm at the risk of really just not doing them well if I don't recalibrate a bit. And also one of the things that I want to make space to work on this fall is my memoir. In episode 274 on intentional pauses, I talked a bit about this, that I took a break from freelance writing this year in order to participate in something called the Summer Blueprint Challenge. It was run by my friends, Jenny Nash and KJ Delantonio. And it was a 10-week program to basically give you homework to figure out your next steps for a book. So I talked about this Summer Blueprint in episode 274, Intentional Pauses, and the fact that I was going to focus on that challenge this summer and hold off on any further freelance writing. And the process was so helpful in helping me get unstuck and figuring out how to structure the 80,000 plus words worth of essays I wrote earlier in the year. So now I have a lot of homework. I need to dig into steps like fleshing out a proposal and sample chapters and making a plan to pitch. So I have a lot of homework, but I feel like I know what my next steps are. And so I need space for that. So that's one of the things that's going to be a real priority for me over the coming months. Okay, let's turn to home. In a nutshell, I kind of want to burn everything down. (laughs) But I'll say that my key priorities right now are Violet's room. We're kind of moving things around now that she's the only one in the house and Laurel's out of the house. There's a whole lot of decluttering and deconstructing and selling Lego sets and various things that honestly right this second feel rather daunting, but I just think I need to break them into baby steps and experience a few wins to get myself going. But that is on my list. My closet is another thing. Again, I just want to light it all on fire. (laughs) My plan is going to be to do an aggressive declutter. And I just, I really just want a very small amount of things in there because I really just wear a small amount of things. So that's going to be a priority for me. I'm thinking the seasonal change in weather will help me make some progress there. And then 
I think the other thing is I just want to focus on some easy wins, you know, like decluttering a drawer here or there, and then some bigger easy wins. For example, the dog crate that we have not used in over a year that is just sitting in the basement taking up space. So there's so many home things that I want to take care of, but basically I just want less stuff. And I think it's a good thing to point out because the journey towards less things is kind of an ongoing journey. I mean, I talk about this all the time and I'm I'm definitely living it. The last bucket I want to talk about is self-care. I guess I'll start with the fact that this summer, and I think I talked about it on an episode here, but I've also shared about it on Instagram, is that I decided to try to challenge my narrative that I couldn't run anymore, which I I, I used to be a runner and then I stopped and then I felt like I couldn't do it. But I started Couch to 5K, I think in like June, and I was just doing it at a pace that worked for me. It was really great uh, most of the way through. And I will share that I'm somebody who likes to finish what I start. And yet, I have finished all but the last week of the training plan, which is actually get to three miles. I think I've run 30 minutes in a row, and I think that's as far as I've gotten. But I'm pausing on that. And I guess maybe just stopping. Maybe I'm just saying it here that I'm stopping (laughs) because I'm realizing that I have moved into a time distance bracket that is causing other problems for me, specifically like really tight IT bands that are making it really uncomfortable for me to move and stretch and other things. So I'm thinking that, you know, the original reason I started the Couch to 5K program and wanted to run was because I was having just major inflammation and energy sluggishness issues. And I felt like being able to really sweat and get out toxins would help me. And that definitely worked. But I want to reel things back and only run as much as it serves the purpose of sweating out those toxins and helping my energy levels, but not worry about finishing and running three miles or whatever. So I think my sweet spot is actually more like a 20 to 25 minute run and that's it. So that's what I'm going to do. Also, because I realized that, or was reminded recently that tennis is the most fun thing that I do physically and the running has supported my tennis, but I was prioritizing the running plan over tennis, which didn't make sense. So (laughs) I guess my point is, I just want to make sure that I'm doing things that feel really fun for myself when I can prioritize that and just do more of that and make sure the thing I'm doing serves the purpose. Especially in this digital age, since we're well beyond handwritten journals and letters to convey history, the preservation of stories is so important, especially from the moms and mom figures in our lives. And if you've been looking for a way to collect those stories, but aren't sure how to start, I have a recommendation for you. StoryWorth makes it easy. Every week, they email a loved one of your choosing a question prompt that you pick. For example, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? And what aspects of having children didn't turn out the way you expected? Your loved one responds to that email with a story of any length. You will receive copies of these emails as they are submitted. And after one year, StoryWorth compiles the stories and any photos provided into a keepsake book. A friend recently shared how moving it was that her mom gifted copies of her StoryWorth album to immediate family members, a genius idea for expanding the preservation and sharing of those stories to people in different households and generations. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years, StoryWorth. 
Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash edit. That's storyworth.com slash edit to save $10 on your first purchase. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. I also wanted to point out, now this was a a little while ago, but in episode 268, Self-Care for Stubborn People, that was the episode I talked about my journey to physical therapy and how powerful that was. I just wanted to share on the air, because I don't think I've done it, is that in the past, I don't know, couple months, all of a sudden I reached a place where I feel fully healed. Like I've just continued to do a lot of shoulder stretching, just kind of keeping up with my PT exercises since finishing PT. But the other day or a month ago or some time ago, I can't even pinpoint when it was, but I realized all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I can sleep on my side and my shoulder doesn't hurt. Or wow, I can't even tell which side of Eagle Arms I've done because they both feel fine and not constrained. So that was like just totally mind-blowing and such great encouragement for the baby steps and the kind of just keeping at it. So if you are struggling to take care of yourself in any way, it doesn't even have to be physical therapy. I hope you'll listen to that episode because I did hear from a lot of people where they were like, okay, that's me. (laughs) And I want to be less stubborn because it really does matter. It really matters so much. And then the last thing I wanted to mention in the realm of self-care, like clearly I'm not like a super fancy person, but is just after a very sluggish and difficult period, not being able to read anything in August, and I'm somebody who always loves books, I canvassed on Instagram. I shared about my problem that I was, I just couldn't seem to finish a book. I couldn't finish a book in August, which was very unusual for me. And so I asked people if they would recommend any kind of page turner that they loved. And the response was unbelievable as usual, because My community on Instagram is just awesome. I love them so much. And I will link up in the show notes a post I put together on 70 page turners. And it's been a very funny journey because I put a bunch of books on my hold list at the library because sometimes it takes months for books to come in. And I have a stack of about 10 books in off the hold shelf. And it's totally stressing me out, but in the most joyful, abundant way possible. (laughs) It's such a great form of self-care to me. And actually, I'm reading a book right now where it's the kind of book that I can't put down. Like I woke up and brought it down to read it while I was waiting for my coffee to perk. It was just, it's unreal. I love that experience with books. So if you're looking for a good read, I can hook you up with that. Okay, that's the quick snapshot on things that I'm prioritizing for fall. I think in a nutshell, I feel like I'm 
basically holding things together, but at the same time also rather scattered and a little dumpster fiery. <laughs> so I'm going to be working on it. I'm working on it. We're all a work in progress. So for my your next edit for this episode, I want you to do something very tactical, and it is to book 30 to 60 minutes on your calendar this week to do something that is focused on you. For example, this is what I'm doing. Maybe you need quiet space to think about next steps on a project. Maybe you need time to sit and read. Whatever it is that will help you feel a little more calm and nurtured and a little less chaotic, that is where it's at. Okay, friends, you will find the show notes for this episode, including links to resources and related episodes at edityourlifeshow.com. As ever, I would love to hear your thoughts and questions. Come say hello on Instagram or Facebook at Edit Your Life Show or send an email to edityourlifeshow at gmail.com. I would also be grateful if you would drop Edit Your Life a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a pod-loving friend about the show. Thanks so much for listening. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.